You're listening to Season 3 of Show Talk with Trevor. Wait a minute, can kids listen to this? Uh, I don't think so. You know I'd like to get you something better than this, but I can't. All I could really do was show you how much I love you and appreciate you. So, happy Valentine's Day, baby. Baby, I love you, don't you notice? You the reason why I wrote this way. Everything else is hopeless, you put it all back in focus. When I'm sad and I want to cry, I can take a look into your eye to your surprise. Just realize you make me glad to be alive. Made you smile many times, made you cry plenty times. Apologize. Get the money and get the power Give you candy, gifts and flowers They caress you in the shower Got big plans for the future I'm your man, I just, I just can't lose it Do I gotta prove it to you the right way Is how I do you Need a real woman by my side Filled with love and a lot of pride Don't keep your feelings up inside Express them to me and never hide I'm not perfect, but I'm worth it More to you than just your surface All your kisses and your wishes Making me What's up, Straight Talk Society? You are tuned in for another episode of Straight Talk with Trevor, the podcast where no topic is off limits. No, you are not tripping. This is not Trevor. This is actually Lanidra Johnson, and I am here in studio with a very special guest, none other than our very own Trevor Johnson. What's up, Trevor? What's up, Straight Talk Society? All right. So Trevor has a birthday coming up. His birthday is actually tomorrow. You want to share with everyone how you're going to be turning? I'm going to be the ripe old age of 42. Yes, I got me an older man. I turned 42 <laughs> like two weeks after him. <laughs> all right. So we are going to get started. This all stemmed from a couple of weeks ago. You know, I was at work thinking about my boo thing. So I sent him some text messages and we were playing uh, 20 questions. And actually, I still owe him three questions. But the questions that I asked, some of his answers... Even after us being together for 10 years, some of the answers kind of shocked me and there were some things that I didn't know. So it was really eye-opening and I thought that this would make for an excellent interview with him because if I didn't know some of these things, I know that you all definitely don't know them. So he agreed to sit on the other side of the table. This is his first time doing this since he started his podcast. So he's sitting on the opposite side of the table and he gets to be um, grilled and catch some of this smoke that he likes catching all right <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started my first question for you is why does straight talk with trevor exist today 
Uh, that's a good question. Um, the genesis of Straight Talk uh, with Trevor was simple. Um, we always like to have these conversations. We get in, we 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 get involved in these topics, whether it be race, politics, um, religion, whatever, sex, and then we get into these heated debates. And then after the show, I was always like, "Damn, man, you know what? That would have been so dope if we would have recorded that." And um, one day. I was at work and Lenidra sent me a text message and said, go to this website. You now have a podcast. And I was like, what the hell? So I went on the website and, you know, it, it, she was just like, go ahead and follow the instructions or whatever. And I did. And I sat in my office and I, um, I recorded the trailer and that was in January of 2020, I want to say. Um, and the, the good thing about the, the straight talk podcast for me, it's my outlet um, because there's so many things that I like to say. There's so many things that people tell me and I feel like I'm the voice of the voiceless sometimes. So I get to say what people who are afraid to say, I get to say it because I'm ready for everything. So I just say what everybody else is thinking. And that's kind of how it started. Just the bomb, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> what makes Trevor Johnson the bomb? I mean, cause you know why? Because I'm true to myself, and I'm just—I feel like if you get to know me, I'm just—I'm just like a cool dude, man. You ain't—you're not getting any faking or front with me. I'm not the guy that's gonna sit there and act like I got a whole bunch of money, cause not for nothing. I ain't got nearly the amount, of, the amount of money that I wish I had. You know, I still struggle just like everybody, but I own it. You know what I'm saying? I have flaws. I have struggles in life, but I own it. And that's what I think makes me so genuine. So not even just being bomb. I just say I'm just a genuine person. All right. You are genuine. And what makes you happy? Oh, man. Well, first of all, first of all, my... Um, my family makes me happy. And, and when I say family, I mean like my immediate family, like my wife and my daughter. Um, I just, I guess I, I, I get happy when things go my way, you know, when, when I could, um, when I could control the situation, it, it makes me happy. Not necessarily that things always have to go my way, but I like when, when 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 I could kind of dictate how things go, you know, it's when I when I could I I can I'm I'm the reason why things are going a certain way. So sort of say like that. Alrighty. So you talked about a little bit about what you like. You know, you like being able to control situations. You like when things are going your way. So if you had to choose one thing that you like the most about yourself, what would that one thing be? Oh man, what I like the most about myself is the ability to get back up. Um, I've had a lot of pitfalls in life. Um, and I just always find a way back up and I just, I just love the, I love my resiliency. You know, I don't, I don't let situations get me down. It, it may get me down, but it doesn't keep me down. 
So I don't I don't let I don't I don't ever let my circumstance get the best of me. Oh man, what do I like the least about myself? What I like the least about myself is I hold things in a little too long instead of uh, <laughs> like look at that like um <laughs> instead of probably attacking certain issues right then and there, I'll just let it fester until I kind of let it build up <laughs> and then once the least little thing comes about then I just explode so I do I have been working on trying to get that um under control as pertaining to what and it can be anything you know whether it's the way you act the things that you like things that you're into things that you can't stand what makes you different from others what sets you apart we can we can cuss on this show right yeah of course we can cuss on this show um <laughs> i think what makes me different from others is i don't give a fuck what anybody says about me Facts. <laughs> like Facts. that i really think that's it I, I really don't care whether it's family members or whatever. I, I don't live my life to to please anybody. Like that's that's my thing, and I think that's what has separated me from the rest. I mean, because any other way, I'm no different from any other man. You know, I work, I I work at a job I don't like, and it's just you know. But as a man, I I do what I have to do for my family. You know, I go to work like everybody else. I have struggles, like I said, you know. I don't have all the money that I want and things like that. I still have problems, but at the end of the day, what separates me is the fact I just don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. I just I just don't. It it doesn't dictate my life at all. I love that because that's starting to, to rub off on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm teaching you. <laughs> People know that you are there, not just because you're this big black dude, bald head, muscles with the beard, but you have this presence about you and people know that you are there. But with that, you know, you have this confidence and all of that, but somewhere in there, there has to be something that makes you feel insecure. So what is it that makes you feel insecure? Oh, you're putting me on the couch now. Let's um, go. All right. So um, I do have a big personality and it, it, it wasn't always like that. For the longest, and if you're if you're a friend of mine on social media or stuff like that, you'll know. Um, recently, I shared a story uh, a couple of months ago about how I I used to be ashamed of the fact that when I was 18, you know, when I was still in high school, I got these gold teeth because at the time it was the thing to do. And probably maybe like two years after I got them, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, like I, I totally regretted getting them. And it always made me feel like I had to do extra to hide the fact that I never smiled. And that was always my insecurity. If, if you look at if you look at anything I've taken, any picture I've taken from like 1998 to I want to say 2021, you'll see that I never smile. 
And it's not that I'm unhappy, but the reason I never smiled because I was ashamed of, of my teeth and it kept me, um, so I had to compensate for the big, the big personality. I always worked out harder in the gym because I felt like, well, if they're going to look at these ugly gold teeth, they're at least going to see the, 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 the big muscles. And I always, um, I had to always keep my beard game tight because it took away from the grill. And, and, and that's something people never really knew about me, um, until I actually said it, but it's, 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 it's a fact about me. I, I, I was very insecure, even at work. I think sometimes I, um, I didn't stand up as much in work as I did because I always felt like people were looking at me and like, man, he has these two ugly ass things in his mouth. And it, it was one of the most liberating things in the world when the dentist cut those gold teeth out of my mouth and they put them in my hand. And my wife will tell you now, man, I, it's, 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 it's cheese city, man, because now I want to take, I want to retake over like 20 plus years of pictures. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, it's just crazy, man. But my confidence wasn't like how you see me now. Like you'll see me now and you're like, man, that guy is full of confidence, but it wasn't always like that because I used to always think that people were looking at me like, huh? Cause it's, you know, the smile was crooked and everything, but it's funny on the other hand, when I got them out, a lot of people said they didn't even know I had them because I had learned how to smile with a, like just enough just to keep so you couldn't see them just because I was embarrassed of them. So I think like that's, that was like, that's what held me back the most as far as, um, confidence. I, I didn't go, I didn't go forward in a lot of things. Um, just because of that, I, I, I already had in my mind that, man, they're going to look at me with these gold teeth and it's just, it, it's, it's a big no. That is, that's a good example of how a lot of times people have things, they want to change things about themselves, whether it be their smiles, um, their nose, their boobs, their butt or whatever. And a lot of times we think it is just about them being vain, but we don't know what that person is going through and the demons that they're fighting on the inside just feeling good about themselves. And it, I, I, I will, I will, let me, let me, let me, let me, but you, um, I, like I said, I wish I could take back, uh, take over all my pictures. We spent thousands of dollars on our wedding pictures. And she, this is the first time she'll hear me say this because I'm really open to my, um, to my audience, but I think I ruined our wedding pictures because there was no, I never smiled in them. If you if you go back and you look at all our wedding pictures that we took, the thousands of dollars that those pictures cost, I didn't smile in one of them, one picture. And I and I always felt in the back of my mind like, damn man, I ruined this man. Like here here it is, she's grinning from ear to ear, and I gotta have this serious, what I what I learned to be my sexy look. It wasn't that I wanted it to be my sexy look. It was just that I didn't want to show my damn teeth and. You know. You didn't ruin the picture though. Everybody knows me from the time I was born before I had teeth in my mouth. Nita just got a big smile. Like I'm gonna show all five hundred of my teeth when I smile. So that's just me. But you you didn't ruin the pictures. Um you you have this little grin thing that, that was just you. So people just knew that as Trevor. So the pictures came out really beautiful. Trust me, if I didn't like them I would have seen some. <laughs> so you did a good job with that. But you, you mentioned the change with you getting your teeth um, 
your gold teeth taken out and that was a change in your confidence, a change um, in a bit in your personality because I have noticed a big change. Like you've always seemed happy around me, but I have noticed that you're smiling more and things like that. So that was one change. But what can you say has been the biggest change that has that you have made, let's say from 12th grade, you know, 18, you are this man now. So from let's say 18 up until now, what has been the biggest change that you've made within yourself? Man, that covers a lot of mistakes and a lot of, that's, that's a big wide gap. I say the biggest change that I made in my life is owning up to my own shit. Like, um, I've, I've had, I've had instances in my life where I've done things to hurt people and I always passed it off. Like it was them. Um, but the older I get, I realize man, you got to approach those people and apologize and and own up to the bullshit that you did, that you created. And I, and I say that's my big, I, I think that's the biggest change. It's the fact that I've, I own up to my own stuff now. I, I don't, um, I don't pass the buck anymore. And that comes with growth. So you've, you've grown a lot as a man. So that's a good thing. Alrighty. What are some expectations that you have for yourself? You know, you, you've had this growth, you've become a man more accountable for things and everything like that. So what are some expectations that you have for yourself? <laughs> Ah, uh, so expectations for myself. I I want to obviously grow this this show um, to where it'll be. Uh, it'll start generating money. Not not that I'm I'm not I've never asked my audience for money. I've I've said that before. Um, but I do want the show. The only thing I'll ever ask my audience to do is just share the show. Um, but I do want the show to get out on more and more platforms that I can get sponsorship, um, to, to do more so I could make this more of a, a everyday type thing because I, I love this. I, I just, I really, really love this. Um, and I just, I want to continue in, in growing, trying to be, I want to, I want to continue in my knowledge. I don't know what questions you're going to ask me, um, later, but I want to continue in my journey of, um, just seeking out for the truth. Like that's, that's my expectations for myself. I just, I just want to continue to be my genuine self and just seek out, seek out truth. Just like how I, I close all my shows, seek out the truth for yourself. That's what I want to do. I want to continue on this path to seek out the truth for myself and not, not go by all this crap that we've been spoon fed for, for all our lives that I could lead my family. Because you can't, you, you, as a man, you can't lead your family if, if you're blind yourself. So now that the scales have fallen off my eyes, now I can lead my family somewhere. Now I got a vision for the family where I can say, hey, let's go this way. So I want to continue just to, just to, just to grow, man. I just want to continue to grow spiritually. And, you know, I just want to just grow the platform and everything. I just want to be the best man that I could be. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but I really mean it. Like I live my life to, to be the best man that I can be for my family. <laughs> all right so with these expectations you know you, you're gonna work hard i know that you are going to work hard to make sure that you are able to accomplish all of these things and these expectations you have for yourself 
but you know you can't help but think about what are some fears like you know you know things that you want to happen but what are some fears that you have about your future well um i'm not i'm not afraid of anything per se like I'm not afraid of anything happening. I think the one fear that I have in life is um, that I would leave this earth and not have my daughter's future set up. Like that's, that's the only thing that I worry about. Like that's the only fear that I have because you know, being a black man in this country, I mean, you you can make plans all you want but you never know if if the cops don't get you then your your own brother probably will you know so like that's a constant thing that i have on my mind is that i can work hard enough that i can set the future up for my daughter that when she's in the event that something will happen to me and i'm not around that she be okay like that's my only fear that she wouldn't be okay because she wouldn't have me like from 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 the day she was born like it's she's always had her dad and you know i i you know i hope i live 50 you know 50 60 years more you know until i'm 100 but we we don't know how it's gonna go we don't know how life is um and that's a that that's that's a constant fear of mine just um that I would, that something would happen and, and I, I wouldn't have her future um, secured. I I remember I did an episode when, um, in season two with Zay and I asked him a question. I, I said, if you could get, I forget what the years was, but I said, if you can get $2 million cash right now or a guaranteed extra 20 years of life, what would you take? And I told him I'd take the 20 years, guaranteed. And the reason I take the extra 20 years is because I'd be there for my daughter. I, I think the world that we grow up in now is just, it's so scary, man. And these, these little girls, man, are growing up in this world alone because they don't have their dads. And, and I've always wanted a daughter. And my fear is just that I wouldn't be able to be here to take care of her that something will happen to me that I couldn't secure her future for her. I want that when that, when the doors close on me, she's going to be able to look at me and say, my dad set me up. I'm good. My dad made it like to where I don't ever have to work. I don't ever have to do anything. My dad made it good for me. And that like, that's like really my only fear, man. It's, it's just, God damn it, man. Change the subject. I'm starting to... That answer leads me right to my next question. What do you like the most about being a father? Being a father is the greatest accomplishment in life. Being a father is the only thing that I've ever done right. <laughs> I think that... um. I think that um, we, jeez, man, what's going on here? I, 
think being I've done so much bad shit in my life, man. If somebody could open up the closed cases and things like that and see um my history, I feel like I got a second chance being a dad. Cause through that little girl, it just shows me that I, I that I I could do something good. Um <laughs> she is perfect she's she's what i'll never be she's per, she is perfection and the reason i love her so much is because i help make her i often say she's the only thing in life i i have done perfect there was no mistakes in her and 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 she's made me realize that there's a better purpose for me she taught me how not to be selfish that you have to live for somebody other than yourself you got somebody else that depends on you i mean there's been plenty of times where i just wanted to snap off on people and i have the ability to do it but i just think about you know what if i do this then you have to look at the domino effect and what's going to happen with my daughter i i think being a father has grounded me it's surely calmed me down. It's just, I'm not, I'm not angry like how I used to be anymore. You know, I still get upset. I'm not going to lie and say I don't, but I'm not angry anymore. And, and, and it just, it just, it just, it just makes for, it just makes life worth it, man. It's just, it just makes life worth it. Being a dad is being a dad is the greatest thing in the world. And that's why I always bang on you deadbeat ass dads that don't take care of your kids. And I, I think to you, to me, you guys are pieces of shit, pieces of garbage. And, and you know, if you have the ability to take care of your child and you don't, then you, you're like the Bible says, you're worse than an infidel. And I, I just, man, being a dad is the greatest thing in the world. It is. Well, I can attest to the fact that you are an amazing father. I could honestly, Jesus, I don't care. I could not have chosen a better father for my daughter thinking about all the past relationships i've been in and me like oh god i want to be a mother i want to be a mother god knew what he was doing this is who i needed to be the father of my of my daughter and to be my husband because you are an amazing husband so how did you know that you were ready to be a husband because i know you had some chicks on <laughs> and i remember the old facebook post and all this yeah mm -hmm. i remember <laughs> You never really know. You just, um, contrary to, to, to people that are closest to me, they'll tell you that even when I was out doing my thing, I was the one that always said, man, you know, I just, I want, I want the house. I want the white picket fence. I want the, the wife. I want the kids. Like I've, I've always been that guy. So I think once you find somebody that's, that you feel like you can grow with, it was kind of easy. Like marriage isn't easy. Marriage, I, I wish people would stop lying and saying that marriage is easy. Marriage is work and marriage is very ugly. But when you're with someone that you can grow with, 
they make the shit all worthwhile. Like it's just it 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 just makes it worthwhile, man. It's a team. It's it's teamwork. And it's crazy that somebody like me, who treated women like I did coming up, could actually be a damn husband. Like <laughs> Like, like you you talk about irony for your ass. Like I mean you you talk about you talk about which two things are not like the other. It's Trevor and being a husband. It's like, but I, I feel like I was born to do this. Like I just I just feel like I was born to do this. I mean, there's nothing else I can say about it. Just I I was I was bred for this. I'm I'm learning. <laughs> That's what it is. It's constantly growing together and constantly learning. Like I said, when we did these 20 questions test, and um, these aren't even the questions that I asked him, so he didn't know what questions I was going to ask, but I was still learning him. I was learning some things about him. So marriage is work, and it's constant growth, and it's constantly continuing to learn about each other. What is a goal that you like to accomplish, whether it be for yourself or for your family within the next five years? Um, within the next five years, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to be self-employed. Uh, first of all, um, I think I've given enough of my life to, um, the company that I work for. So I'd, I'd like to be self-employed and like to have, have a lot more money, you know, so we could start <clears throat> traveling and doing things. Um, that we that we like to do, uh, especially that we're getting older and my daughter's getting older. And again, I, I, I want I just want this. I want this straight talk society to grow <clears throat> because I think like like this show, this is a positive show. This even though I curse on air, I drink on air. My message is always positive. I don't come on here with the bull crap like I see other shows that always scandalize and drag people. I'm not into any of that. My show is always about uplifting our community. I just go about it in a different way. And I just want this straight talk society to grow into just a bigger thing, you know? Cause I love, I love, love, love to do this. So I really just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if I could just do this all day and just constantly um, bump out content. but. I don't know. We'll see how things go. But like a uh, 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 immediate goal is that me and my wife, we'd stop doing what we currently do and pursue our own passions. You know what I mean? Like working for ourselves, you know, and stop making other people rich, you know. So we accomplish one goal by not making uh, a, a more a, a apartment building rich anymore. We started doing it for ourselves. So now it's time to start working for that other goal where we could um, start making our own money for ourselves and stop making other people filthy rich. Yeah, nothing like being able to do for yourself and have your own, all right? So if you could change one thing, and I'll just say about anything, if you could change one thing, what would it be? If you had a magic wand and just could change one thing, what would that thing be? <laughs> I would have accepted that job at UPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have accepted a position that UPS basically hired me, but they weren't paying me enough. And wow. I, I turned the job down. I mean, and here we are 10 plus years later. It's it's a career regret that I've had for a long time. 
But you you finding your passion in something else. So like you said, we're gonna keep working to make that your main thing. All right. So where were you born? I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. Born in Kingston, Jamaica. You grew up in South Florida. Yeah, I've been I've been here my whole life. <laughs> um, you you travel. You've done some traveling. Yeah, I've over been, the years. I've been to every every state along the East Coast. Been to Jamaica, obviously Bahamas, um, things like that. All right, so. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, probably the Cayman Islands. That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I probably live in, in the Cayman Islands or Switzerland, somewhere like that where the, the, the value of money is high and, and they're neutral. They don't get involved in all this bullshit wars and politics and crap like that. They just do their own thing. I mean, mind the business that yeah, pays them. <laughs> yeah, mind their own damn business. Like places like that are are perfect for us. <laughs> all right, what's the one thing that you can't live without? Shit, my family. <laughs> Aside from your family. <laughs> One thing I can't live without is um. We're not going nowhere, so. <laughs> one thing I one thing I can't live without is 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 my my ability to be me. Just um, I can't live without my my ability to call out bullshit and <laughs> and call people to the table on their crap. Because if I was to ever lose that ability, then I wouldn't be me. Right. I wouldn't be straight talk. I wouldn't be Trevor. Um, I, w I, w I would just be this passive individual and, and I, I, just, I can't do it. I, I just can't be that person. You shared some things that you want to accomplish in your life, whether it be for your um, personal life, your family, your business, um, career wise and all of that. Are there any things that you have on your bucket list? <laughs> it's funny because I was just thinking about this the other day on the way to work. I'm contemplating jumping out of an airplane. Are you serious? Yes. Why? Just because I, I just think like that's the ultimate. Okay, because I'm I'm afraid of heights. Exactly. Allegedly, I think <laughs> like so. Me being afraid of heights is weird because I don't like going up. But once I'm up, then I'm okay as long as I don't have to look down. So it's kind of stupid. I know it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but um last week it was on my mind heavy i was like man you know one thing i do want to do i i do want to eventually conquer that fear and jump out of an airplane i just i i want to skydive for some reason i don't know um <laughs> i don't know that that is one thing that i, I would like to do we're gonna pray that spirit out of you <laughs> <laughs> jumping out no perfectly good plane <laughs> All right, so what is the biggest lesson that you have learned since January 2020? Man, the biggest lesson I've learned since January 2020, which I'm assuming the birth of straight talk. Um, yeah, and you have, you've gone through a lot of changes with um, church, religion, just your life, your, you know, building this new confidence and everything. You've gone through a lot in those two years you've birthed straight talking it is flourishing so what is the biggest lesson you've learned since then always be yourself even when other people get mad at you um don't be afraid to piss people off and don't be afraid to question and challenge authority i've on this show i've pissed off more people than i care to mention um just because I'm I'm and I wouldn't say I'm reckless, but I just I call things out and I challenge everything. 
and and I think like that's the that's the beauty of me. It's just I will call anything out, man. I have people call me and say, man, I wanted to know that, and I wish I could have said that, but I, I would never say that to somebody or something. like somebody like me. I don't care because I don't I don't have to answer to anybody like you know in that regard like I obviously I care about what my wife and my daughter think about me but that's kind of where it stops I don't I don't really I don't really care what people think about it you know what I'm saying so what I've learned in this show is just 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 be you man just question that question them things man say say those uncomfortable things because our problem as people and you'll notice in my show I always talk about our people and I'm talking about black people because that's that is who I care about first. I I'm okay with everybody, but I care about black, black people. I care about black people first. And our problem is black people. We are too passive. We let everything go. We let everybody walk all over us, and we are afraid to challenge authority. And we are afraid to challenge all this bullshit that we've been taught since kids. Things that we sit there and we know in our minds is not right. We know in our heart, like, man, this is just stupid. And this doesn't make any damn sense. Well, guess what? I'm the guy that'll sit there and say, hey, that's dumb. Explain to me why you're doing that. And that has got me in a shit ton of trouble, <laughs> but so what? I don't care. It is what it is. I think everybody needs a trouble in their life. <laughs> yeah, you got you damn sure because listen. I'm the guy that's gonna tell you, like, and I think as as women too. If you have somebody like me in your life, I'll, you some of you guys will be coming out the house the way you do because <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, mm -mm, that that one doesn't work. You know, every everybody needs that one person that's just gonna be like, hey, and I don't do it in a disrespectful way. I just tell you like, hey man. Because you know what? Because if it was me, if I saw my brother going into a burning building, I'd at least want to say, hey stop then to just let him go in and burn his ass up and i think for us too many times we've just been quiet and just let our people just go into burning buildings and get all burned up and get used up and treated like crap and we don't say a damn thing and we go about our lives because you know what because it doesn't affect us mm -hmm. so i have taken the burden in the past two years to be about my people and i want to be that voice when something goes wrong when something needs to be challenged hey i'm only the one to say it and that's just how i feel about things and that's why we need straight talk with trevor the podcast where no topic <laughs> is off limits so i'm gonna shift gears here a little bit we're gonna be coming to a close soon but I just want to know, what do you find attractive in a woman? As I rub your hand. I might well get in trouble for this one. You will not get in trouble um, for this. What do you find attractive in a woman? So the first thing I look at on a woman is ass. Um, I'm a sucker for a big, a big behind. Like, not a... <laughs> Alright. Not those big out-of-shape butts that people have been saying looks good for the longest. Not those. I'm talking about the ones that shape like the peach. A nice, well-shaped tone ass. I'm a sucker for that. With the hips to match. I'm not really necessarily a boob man. Like, I mean, a nice set of boobs is cool, but I just, I love the nice brown skin, you know, the nice pretty lips and things like that. I just, I, I just 
I, I, and I've said it before and I say it again, I think the, I, I think there's nothing closer in this world to God than the black woman. I think when God made the black woman, he made the greatest thing in the world. I think, I, I mean, I could do a show on that by myself because I, I, I am, I am ashamed at what some of you black women have become and what you've done to yourselves. Um, trying to look like, <laughs> not gonna go there today, but um, I just think I, I, I just I love a natural, natural-looking woman. I, I don't I, I I don't love the makeup, all the false lashes and all that stuff. I really despise that stuff. You guys know my stance on black women with blonde hair. It's a no-no for me. Um, I just I just love a natural woman, man. I think that's why I got my wife, cause she's fine. Like she literally, literally. At our wedding, she probably had like just, I don't even know what you call it, but just a little dab of makeup. Not even, you know, just a little dab of makeup because I feel like that's, you got to do that in your wedding pictures, but she didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? Because she looks the same way regardless. And that's what I love. I love that when I go to bed with somebody and I'm going to wake up next to them, they're going to look the same way. Despite the eye crust and stuff, they're going to look the same way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're. I ain't gonna go to bed. I ain't gonna go go out with somebody and they're looking like a clown and shit. And then when I wake up the next morning, I'm like, ah, who are you? Nah, I don't. I don't. I'm a, I'm a I'm a natural man. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a lover of, of of the beautiful black woman, man. And and I think you guys need to come back to yourself. Come back to your true self. Start be just be who God made you, man. Just. <laughs> Man, you can get me off in a tangent on that one. Now, while we know that this is um, a podcast where he speaks his mind, I am going to put this disclaimer out there because I am a black woman. Whatever you women feel makes you feel good about yourselves, there is nothing wrong with that. So do you. He is saying what his preferences are. All righty? So don't start sending all this hate mail. <laughs> you know, he's here for the smoke, but I, I'm keeping peace up in here. All right? So whatever makes you feel good strong confident about yourself because you're the one that has to look at yourself when you go out in these streets every day whatever makes you feel good you rock that and you do your thing sisters all right so you know i'm, I'm gonna go ahead can i, I want to go back to one question you okay because i because i feel it'll be you we don't know how many times i'm going to be interviewed um because I a lot of times when my guests ask me questions, I always have a line. I always be like, "Hey, this is straight talk." I'm the one answering the asking the question. And now you have to answer them. Um, I, I, and again, I don't know what questions are going to be asked, but I don't want to leave this out. If um, you asked me earlier, what have I learned in the past um, two years since I've been doing the show? Yes. And one thing. Like my my biggest thing that seemed like it was a, a, a mission I was on was to break up. Um, I went after religion really hard, and I don't want to I don't want to lose focus on that because now I want I, I want to I want people to know exactly why I do that. Mm. Um, because I still get asked this question a lot of times. People always ask me, "Oh, you don't believe in God anymore." And they base that solely off the fact that I don't go to church anymore. And I always ask them to show me how going to church and believing in God are exclusive. Right. And um, and I and I and I'll say this in 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 this setting because I'm the one being interviewed. I love the Most High. I 
I work like 10 hours a day and maybe eight of those hours I spend listening to um, biblical debates and biblical teachings and things like that. I, you know, I own a, a apographer, you know, it's like I, 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 my whole thing was that I don't think the the Christian church as it is constructed now and as it goes on now is pleasing to God. And I don't want to be a part of that um, because I don't think God's pleased with that. And, and I'll just say that. And then I dare anybody to come in and prove me different um, because what's happened in churches now is just become a, a it's just become a show. It's been a big entertainment hub and and, and not for nothing. I can entertain myself. Then having to go to church and, 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 and put on performances and things like that. So I just wanted to use this just so you guys know um, that I believe in the most high God. And, and, and I always say the most high because I only believe in one God. The most high God, the, the creator of heaven and earth, the, the most high God that watches over us. I just don't believe in him the way that maybe I was taught. Because I'm starting to find a lot of flaws in that. A lot of things don't add up in the book. A lot of things that were being taught just don't add up. We 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 follow doctrine of men so much, and it doesn't. When you go and try to match it up with the book, it does it doesn't match up. It just doesn't. And and that's why I'm here. Cause I question everything. And I said it from day one. If at if 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 any time that I'm wrong then I have to stand before God and God's going to have to deal with me. But it, you know what? I feel like at least he'll have some mercy on me because he'll be like, you know what? You didn't even, you, you didn't sit there and just listen to what you were force fed. You will try to seek me out and find out about me on your own. And that's why I do what I do. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think religion is good because if it wasn't for religion, then you wouldn't you wouldn't have known to try to find the God. But at some point, we got to leave the religion and go more about the God. Our problem is we're so stuck on religion that that's all we see. We live our lives to please the religion and not please the God of the religion. That's not me. And that's why that that's. That was the that was the early part of my show. Like I just would constantly go after, and you notice I haven't done a religious show in a while. I'm waiting for the apostle to come back. But um, that that's what it was. It's never. I don't. I don't. I don't get this. That he doesn't. He doesn't believe in God and this and that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not an atheist. I you know. I, I believe in the creator of the universe, and I love the Bible. I mean, hell, I read the Bible every day. Yes, I love the Bible. It's my favorite book. But I just don't look at it through Christian eyes anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't look at it through eyes of, of, of being taught as a little kid. I look at it now through somebody that that's really trying to seek after the Most High, and and that's what I wanted to say about that. I didn't want to get lost. I didn't want that to get lost before you know we go in a different line of questioning. But um, I just felt like I needed to clear that clear that up. I'm glad you got that out because. Um, coming from the person that's married to you that grew up in the church, if it had been an issue with him not believing in God, then that would have been an issue in our marriage. And that's why a lot of people may look at me like, oh, I know Nita grew up in the church and now they're not going to church every Sunday and what's going on and blah, 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 because it's not about the church. And that's one thing 
that I love one thing that my pastors preached about, about the difference between religion and relationship. And since he, Trevor has gone on his journey with trying to learn more from himself, I can honestly see that his relationship with God has strengthened because he is seeking to learn more. And he started teaching me some things and showing me things in the Bible that I thought one way because that's what I was always told. I wasn't one that was necessarily always going in. Okay, well, let me see exactly what that means. You know, I grew up in the church from the time I was born. So if I hear it, it's like I could regurgitate some things, but I couldn't expound on it more. And now I am able to understand some things more. So we have to get that out of our head that just because you're sitting up in the church, that means that you you're saved and you have a relationship with God because some of us may be surprised at who we may not see at those pearly gates that were sitting up in that church. All righty, so get that relationship and not just be out spouting about the religion that you have. All righty, so I'm glad that you were able to get that out. If you all have more questions, you know he is. I'm, I'm always here to get these get these answers for you all. So I have one more question, and it's kind of it's about me because I am the host today. <laughs> know do you love me now for the same or for different reasons than before like I know you love me you loved me when you asked me to marry you I know you still love me now but do you love me now for the same reasons or for different reasons than before hmm that's a good good question. it is isn't it <laughs> um well I first got with you because you're fine so God. that's what caused me to fall in love with you because you're sexy um so obviously that's not I've grown beyond that I mean I've grown beyond that you were attracted to yeah, me that was, way or you fell in love with me for that well reason? I was attracted to you because of how you look okay. and then that caused yeah. me to deal with you and ended up falling in love with you um, I'm obviously in love with you now for different reasons just because you're like you you're what most men I talk to wish they had in a spouse. Um, you have your flaws. I mean, it's hell. Right. If you had to rip off my flaws, you probably could fill up a couple of pages. Um, but you, when 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 we when men think of like what kind of wife they want, like your, and we write down on a piece of paper. This is what she has to have. This is what she needs to be able to do as far as ambition and stuff like that. You fill in all those blanks. So that's why I love you because you made me a better me. And I say that a lot. I, I, I tell you that. I tell other people that all the time. You made me a better me. And I get a lot of pushback like, oh, how can a woman make you a better me? Get you a right one and you'll see. <laughs> I mean, this is, the reason men ask that question is because they don't have the right one yet. Uh, a, a good woman will have you just doing everything better. And you've made me a better me. And, and that's why I love you. Like, there's been times where you get on my mind, out of my nerves, obviously. But it's never to the fact where I'm just like, man, you know what? Forget her. But it's always like, you know what? I ask myself this question whenever I get mad at you. And um, this will be the first time you hear me say this. Um, I ask myself this question. I said, is, is what you're mad at her about worth losing her over? 
And then the next question from that would be, can you really imagine your life without her? And obviously, you know what the answer is. So, I mean, it's like, I, I just can't, I can't see myself, like we're a team. I can't see myself without you. It's, 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 it's like we're, 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 we're the Johnsons, man. I mean, like, fuck, we're the, we're, the <laughs> we're Team Johnson, man. You know, like we, we don't, we, we, we like legit, we legit operate in our own lane. We do, it, and it even go, it goes back. You, you guys have to think about this. It even goes back to even when, back in um March, I don't say it was March, yeah. So March of 2020, when um when the COVID hit. And I decided, I've been thinking for a while, like, you know what, um, I'm going to back away from church. It's not, you know, it's, it's not for me anymore. And and I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, boy, you know what? We're probably going to get divorced over this. Wow. And the reason I said that is because she just she told you. She grew up in church. Her dad's a pastor. You know, it's like she grew up in church. All she ever knows is, all she ever known was church versus me I didn't start going until I was in my late teens. So it was kind of different. I wasn't raised in church. So it was it, it, it was a reason why I was hesitant to even say something to her like, man, this is what I'm thinking. And how I knew she rode for me was when I finally told her. I was like, listen, that's what I'm thinking. And um, I don't even think I said, I know you're probably going to be mad. I just looked at her and said, listen, this is what I'm thinking and um this is what this is what I, I this is the decision that I came to. And she looked at me and she was like, Okay. I was like, What? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Cause I'm thinking like, man, she's grown up, that's all she's known and and and, and, and she's like here here this heathen comes in and then pulled her out of the church, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like that. She like legit rides for me and I, I could just think of all the times where I made like these bonehead ass decisions and she just was like all right well we'll figure it out or we'll do this and and she's just like legit ride for me man and and, and that's why I love her man it's like so I, I could I could deal uh, you know you don't ever want anybody to get on your nerves but you could um you could you you could overlook stuff just because you have to you have to look and say man does this if the good shit outweighs the bad, like why the hell would you, why the hell would you give up ninety five percent good for five percent bad? Right. Like, like in in what world is that? I mean, most of us hate our jobs. We don't quit that. Like, in what world does that make any damn sense? And that's why I just like she like she legit rides for me. She she does like that's. I've I've had a few relationships and 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 most of those relationships I could always question if somebody ever asked me oh you know you think they love you or whatever with the exception of maybe one I could always question and be like you know what I don't know I wouldn't put my hand in the fire for her but her but my wife I absolutely would I absolutely would and it's not and it's not like a coddling type of love or anything like that it's a it's a, like it's a love like. Hey, we're in this shit together, and let's get it done. It's like it's, it, I, I mean, like I can't explain it. It's it's, it's just how it is, man. She's she's just, 
She is my rock. <laughs> you know, we wear these shirts. She is my rock. Um, no, I'm her rock and she's my piece. You know, like, you know, it's just there. I mean, there's been times even at work where I just, like, I'm ready to just dive off the deep end. And she's just always got something to say between her and my daughter. It's just like, hey, everything's going to be all right. And I just feel like as long as we're together, everything's going to be all right. It'll work itself out some type of way. Things don't always look, um, things don't always, you can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't think in life it's ever designed to be that way. You're just, you kind of just go with the flow. And, um, yeah, man, she, she's my, she's my rock, man. She just, she like legit rides with me and, and that's why I love her. So in a long ass answer, I, I love you more now than I ever did. Cause when I initially fell in love with you, it was it was based on your looks, and <laughs> it was based on you know it was based on your looks and the fact that we were cool together. We were like hangout buddies, but now you're like really my friend. You like really my you're my you're my partner. You're my I'm your person. Yeah, you're my ride or die. You're my person. And I I I just feel like yeah, that's that's what it is, man. It is it, it is what it is. And, and and anybody that could deal with me just supposed to just earn extra points regardless because <laughs> you know normally it's like the 80 20 rule but I gave her the 95 five percent because you know I had to give her them extra 15 percentage points <laughs> for having to deal with me because I'm not I'm I'm complex like I'm not the easiest person to deal with because my problem is I'll the the problem with me is if if you um some guys are very emotional and when something's wrong with them they'll just lash out at you or they'll you know they'll cuss you out or whatever but at least you know something's wrong right. whereas with me i can just go quiet on you and you'll never know until it's too late and the fact that she can deal with i mean she can't nobody wants to deal with it but the fact that she has dealt with it in in in, in certain um instances I, I mean it's it's commendable i mean i i don't know what she's gonna ask me next but i mean we could like I, I could pinpoint just certain things even in arguments man it's like i've, I've seen people getting these deep ass arguments where they're going at each other me and my wife had that twice in almost 10 years and one of the times was about food like legit, I mean like seriously, we're just gonna put it all out on the table. One was because I wanted to go one place, she didn't want that, I wanted something else, and it just snapped, but that was one of those things where I probably was holding something in. else, yeah. and and then that was the, you know, that's what set it off. But, and then the other time was when, um, when we were going back and forth to the hospital for my daughter. Like it, it's just, I mean we just, like we fit, we fit like a glove, you know. It's, so that's that's my answer to that. You're my person. Let's make a heart with our hands. <laughs> We're so corny. <laughs> you corny. <man. laughs> all right. Well, that is all. That's all the questioning I have for you. I that's want, it. That's it. That was a lot. We've been on here for over an hour now. 
all right but i do want to do this again so i am going to have another line of questioning for you um actually i'm going to ask if any of our followers have any questions they want me to ask to hit me up in my dms and i will start compiling only for the questions only for the question this <laughs> is not going down in the dms like that but I will start compiling a new list. I want to thank you for um, coming into the studios for me, for flipping the script, sitting on the other side of the table. I think I like it on this side. So, yes, I think I'm going to do this more often. Um, how do you feel about the show and everything and how today went? How do you think I did? I think it was pretty good. I think you did pretty good. I made you cry. I mean, yeah. That's not easy. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I, I think I think it's the spirit. So when you sit in that chair that I've been sitting in, then you, the the straight the spirit of straight talk comes over you, and you just you you so you literally just you're you're me. I mean, I like this, I like this. Yeah, you literally just became me. All right, so Straight Talk Society, thank you all so much for tuning in for another episode of Straight Talk with Trevor, the podcast where absolutely no topic is off limits. Remember to always seek out the truth for yourself. If not, you will become prisoner to other people's interpretations of it. And with that, I tell you, peace. Peace. So I hold you nice and steady, wipe your tears with my finger, I'm a rapper, you a singer, many nights full of laughter now, tell me do you remember, hold you close, propose a toast to the one that I love the most, other women try to boast, but none of them could ever come close, all the love I feel inside, is keeping me alive, when I look into your eyes, it's keeping me alive, whenever I see your smile, it's keeping me alive, Having a child is keeping me alive. I would die for you, give my life for you, give my day, give my evening, and give my night for you. I'ma succeed, proceed to fulfill my dreams and share it all with my queen. Cause you already know one thing I love and base just on some green. You deserve the finer things, necklace chains and diamond rings. When we get the same last name, everything your friend will stop playing these games. But until then, be on thin ice. Lately, things ain't been too right. I guess it's just the stress of life that makes me a little bit less than I apologize. Please don't cry. Try those tears from beneath your eyes. Head to the sky. Show your smile. Never give up and always try. When we apart, it hurts sometimes. We made it through the worst of times. Our time to shine. I'm glad you mind. We can stand and test the time. Cause I appreciate you the best. Thing I did was date you, never hate you, congratulate you, show you love whenever I face you, make me happy to be alive, to make you happy, I'm gon' strive, be the best that I can be, you and me will always survive, all the love I feel inside, is keeping me alive, when I look into your eyes, it's keeping me alive, whenever I see your smile, it's keeping me alive, thoughts of us having a child, it's keeping me alive. If you can't get enough of Straight Talk with Trevor, be sure to like our Facebook page. 
you'll get page-only exclusives like links to early shows and behind-the-scenes video footage. You can also participate in polls that might shape future shows. The best thing about our Facebook page is that's where you can get in direct contact with Trevor. You can also leave show topics, reviews, or even request to be a guest on the show. Again, like us on Facebook and thank you for your continued support.